0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
1: Are you ready to get linked in? We're rocking the world with LinkedIn, one show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn,
2: we salute you.
1: This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike Mike and Lori. Sunshine.
3: you <laughs> I won't never get that that's not a real guitar so take your big black cow and get uh, out of here steely damn we're going to see the Dan Man and the whole clan this summer Yay. again. Yes, we are. Stevie Dan, one of the greatest bands of all time. And we have one of the greatest guests of all time on the show today. We I do. seriously, seriously tell you, tune in. You do not want to miss this.
4: You don't. Uh, we've got Dennis Yu with Blitz Local on the show on the interview this afternoon. And then we've got a guest commentator following that. It's going to be a brilliant show. You do not want to miss this. So With, with the LinkedIn
3: rock stars are on LinkedIn. Dennis is to Facebook, and you will see what we mean. It's going to be love fest when we bring this man on. Lori, hey, what's new on LinkedIn? Well, you know, what's really new on LinkedIn, people are
4: seeing this new user interface again. Again, it's a new look on LinkedIn, and some people are, are liking it. Some people are saying they don't like it. And You know, I, I, I do like it. I okay. do like
3: it. It's a lot more white. It's kind of bare it's and a cleaner. little bit, you know, nice and clean. Um, it, it seems to just kind of spread things out a little bit. They're taking advantage of every little pixel everywhere.
4: I think so, I yeah. do. I do like it. Well, you know, some things that I like, for example, the name field on LinkedIn now is like a Times New Roman font. So it makes it stand out just a little bit. What's important on your profile? Who this person is, their name, their headline. You know the 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 header area. All of those things are highlighted in a little bit different way. That you're not looking at a box. Now you're looking at the actual content. Mm -hmm.
3: So you know there've been either what about an eighteen-month cycle? It seems like for the user interface, they went from three columns to two about eighteen months ago. And you know they're going into this thing. When when we go through a cycle of this, how does that software get rolled out? Not everyone sees it, Lori.
4: No, people start start reaching out and saying, "Hey, what's going on with LinkedIn? I've got this new look, or I've got this thing that's changing." And And someone else says, "I don't see what." Exactly right. So what happens is they'll test it first with maybe about ten percent of the population. It used to be about ten, and they'll see how does this work, how are people receiving it, are there bugs, and if as things work out and they flesh it out, then they start showing it to another. 20 or 30% of the population to see how is it going to scale. Once they know it scales well, it's being accepted well, it's working well, then they'll roll it out to the rest of the, of the population. And that's great because you're not getting a lot of useless turn it on, turn it off, what the heck's going on with LinkedIn. It's always changing. It's a much more stable
3: environment than the other platforms. You know, it's the, the the major folks have gone to a release schedule. Every Tuesday is Microsoft Day, for example. There's kind of a, 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 a release schedule unless something really big comes. So,
4: exactly. You
3: know, and, and in fact, those little big things have been coming up.
4: They are, have been coming up <laughs> and they're really cool. So, you know, people can look at our at our at our um rockstarnetworking.com, look for the Diva blog, and there's a before and after. I took a picture of my profile with the older darker blues and stuff in it, and then a picture of your profile with the new lighter look. And I, I think it'll speak for itself that this is really Um, a a move in the right direction. And I've got to say, you know, the display ads stand out better too. So the people that are paying for ads have a space where people see the ad without it overtaking the content. It's not such a noisy environment.
3: But Lori, I was really into that aqua color. You were into
4: that aqua color. I I, got to get a new new wardrobe. No, it's still there. You got the aqua. It's just a little less pronounced. All right. I I think you're going to like it. So, hey, let's, let's get on. Uh, Go ahead and take us to the first um our first sponsor break and let's get right into the conversation with Dennis and uh, again people this is going to up absolutely blow you away get a pen and paper while we're on the on the break make sure you're ready so when we come back you are ready to take notes you might oh you know what they don't have to record it it's already being recorded so
3: uh you're going to want to download this one you bet. And they're going to learn the kind of things about Facebook that they kind of already know a little bit about LinkedIn. We're going to relate the two back together and right. make it a little bit easier, doesn't exactly.
4: it? Exactly. And it's not just, I've got to have a page on Facebook, but how do I make that page successful? How do right. I get viewers? How do I get engagement? How do I get people that that like me to be more engaged so that more people see my content? So let's go. Let's go. Get your motor
3: running.
4: and on
3: down the highway. Oh, yeah, girl. Let's go do it with
1: you. Yeah. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return.
0: Working out or up in the air. Now you can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere. Look for WebmasterRadio.fm on TuneIn. Available for download on your iPhone, iPad, Blackberry, Android, Palm, Samsung, and Windows Phone, as well as Google TV, Yahoo TV, and Roku. Tune in to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere by downloading tune in right now webmasterradio.fm we really are everywhere
1: webmasterradio.fm take your hat off kick your feet up and log into the feed we're here for you 24 7 Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
3: Wow,
1: you may be right.
4: You may be crazy. I may be crazy. I'm sure you're crazy. <laughs> but it just might be a lunatic. I wasn't looking for a lunatic, but I seem to have found one.
3: Wow! Wow! Wow!
4: I guess my lyrics didn't quite fit with the song, but that's okay. Know. Uh, you know,
3: there's just not a lot of really good guitar stuff with Billy Joel, but that's the record I plucked out of the out of the pile there, so we had to do it. I think it's you a know.
4: good record. It's it's just not a, not a lot of guitar record.
3: music there. You know, no. he tends
4: to play something else. He's got a piano man on mind.
3: Yay.
4: Yeah. Good. Well, hey, we've got Dennis Yu on the show with us today, Michael. Dennis, welcome to
5: the show. Hey, guys. Good to be here.
4: So, Mike, I asked Dennis if he'd be on our show because this guy is brilliant. Well, how did we meet? We met at the online marketing summit tour that we did this year, and Dennis was presenting the um, – Dennis, what were you presenting? Tell it, it, it was about Facebook, but it was – people talk about Facebook for business, but you know Facebook for business like nobody's business.
5: <laughs> well, we wanted to demonstrate what the power of Facebook was. So I went onto one of the walls of the pages we managed. I think it was Lane Bryant. And I posted a comment. I said something like, hey, ladies, what's your favorite color? Or, you know, what do you like to wear? and within 30 seconds, I think we had about 100 comments on Facebook, and we could just scroll down and see what people were saying, and that's the power of when you have a high edge rank, when you are engaged with people, when you've made real friends on Facebook instead of just kind of these Facebook friends, and then we went into a presentation on how do you get more exposure on Facebook? Is it about more fans? What if you're not a big brand? What if you're a consultant or a sales professional? What if you're a small business? How do you use Facebook to drive value for yourself? though you're not running media dollars or you don't have a ton of money. And how does that then tie into LinkedIn? How does influence and offline power translate? Because Facebook ultimately is about the people you know in real life, right? We did a study where we found that I think the average Facebook user has something like 223 friends. Facebook says 130, but it's increased since then. And who are these people? 22% are people that you went to school with. 15 or 20% are people you work with. You know, how do you leverage weak connections, the people who are second-degree connections to try to, to try to drive more business? And that whole word-of-mouth marketing is really the key on Facebook. So anyone who is having success on LinkedIn, you can apply a lot of the same principles on Facebook with some small differences.
4: Nice. You know, that's, that's really brilliant because the power of the weak connection really is more powerful for business than your close connections. It's not necessarily your relatives or your close friends that are going to open the door for a job or a business opportunity.
3: It's the person that you meet in a networking uh, event. And, or who, they, and it's who they know, isn't it? Not not who they are, but who they know. Exactly. Right. Yes. So in yeah, LinkedIn, it seems really easy to, to, to get to those twos and threes. I'm not sure how exactly to do that in the Facebook world. you want to open up a dialogue about that, Dennis?
5: So Facebook has some different advertising techniques. LinkedIn is very expensive. So if you've tried advertising, you can buy on a CPM or a CPC basis. I think it's something like a $10 CPM, if I'm not mistaken, and a $2 cost per click. Facebook does not have those minimums. You can buy traffic for way, way cheaper. And let me tell you a couple things on Facebook that people don't realize, which – if the word gets out, then a lot of our techniques are going to make things really expensive. But I'll just go ahead and say it here for the listeners. You can use friend of fan targeting. So let's say you have a page, which is not the same as the profile on Facebook, and you have you know, 200 fans. Well, you can use the ad platform to send messages just to those 200 fans. And it will cost you probably $0.40 cents every thousand messages You send, even if you're bidding on a CPC basis. So it might cost you, you know, 30 cents a day. But you can advertise to all of the friends of those fans. So I think in in our example, if you got 200 fans and each of those guys has 200 people, now you're reaching 40,000 people. And you're reaching 40,000 people with a message that below it says, hey, Mike likes this. Hey, Lori likes this. Hey, Brasco, you know, thought this was a good thing. And when you see that kind of endorsement, it no longer becomes an ad. Because if you see an ad, you know, let's say you're driving down the street you see an ad that says, Eat at Joe's Cheeseburgers. And you're like, yeah, whatever. But if you see that ad and below it says, hey, Lori really likes to eat here too, you'll think, hmm, all right, that, then that's an endorsement. So that creates more visibility. That usually doubles the CTR, which also cuts your cost per click in half, and it increases your conversion rate. So this is something that you can do automatically with ads. You don't have to write any sophisticated code or anything like that. The traffic is super cheap, and as long as you're targeting the right way, then you're going to see performance. See, a lot of people just – well, they'll create ads on Facebook and they'll say, ah, it didn't work out. You know, I spent all this money and it didn't work, and it must be because Facebook sucks. (laughs) Well, no, it's usually because they don't know what they're doing. If you buy a a jet aircraft and you crash, it's probably because of user error. So in this case, people don't realize that they like throw common sense out the window. They just start advertising to random people who live in a certain city or who like their particular profession or like online marketing or like, you know, whatever it is you're trying to sell. But they don't realize that Facebook is not like Google PPC and you need to target by people's job titles and where they work. So let's say, for example, I had a software company. right? Actually, we do have a software company, and I'm trying to sell software to big businesses, let's say Fortune 500 businesses. And then I'm not going to target, and let's say it's analytics software, I'm not going to target anyone who likes Google Analytics because a lot of those people are not going to spend any money on my stuff. But I can target people who are VPs of marketing at craft, and General Motors, and Nike, and Coca-Cola, and all these other places. You see how that's different? Yes. See, like, if you're, if you're to advertise in Google AdWords, you're going to choose keywords, because you're going to assume anyone who types in this keyword is going to be looking for this kind of object. But on Facebook, remember, like this LinkedIn thing, you're targeting based on who that user is. You can target by their education. You can target – I almost feel like a commercial for Facebook. You can target by all these things – and when you do that, you cut down the audience to exactly who you want to talk to. Further, it means you can advertise for only a couple dollars a day. And I wrote an article on socialmedia.biz about how that's done, which we, you, you know if we could put a link to that. And, and so you can, you can advertise. I mean, think about this. You can reach here, – I'll just list two or three examples so that people have some immediate takeaways where they can get value. Great stuff. Did you know that you can target people who work at – the Wall Street Journal, and work at the New York Times and work at your local newspaper so that they can be bombarded with stories about what you're doing. And they don't even realize that you're showing messages just to these guys. They feel like, oh, these guys must be running like this $100,000 campaign or something. And really you're spending 50 cents a day or whatever it is targeting these people. That's the real power on Facebook. So think about who your audience is. Think about how old are they, are they male or female, where do they live, what are their job titles, where do they work, and target those people and have a very personal, specific message. So if you're targeting people, let's say, for example, you are you do uh, BizDev and you have a client in the auto industry. Let's say you have Ford as a client and you would like to get Nissan and GM and you know BMW, whatever, as clients. Then what you do is you have... That information that's not an ad, let's say it's a case study or something where he's like, you know, here's all the great stuff that we did for Ford. And then you target all the executives who work at Nissan and GM and BMW and Mercedes-Benz and whatever saying, hey, see what we did for Ford or find out what Nissan can learn from because you actually then call them out. So when you call people out and it's personalized, they're going to respond. And you can do the same thing in LinkedIn too with their ads, but it's not quite as clever
3: as Facebook. You see how that's different than traditional advertising? Yes. So a specific message to a specific person at a specific company? Isn't specific?
5: that what direct marketing is ultimately about? CRM is the right person, the right message to the right person at the right time. Let me tell you something that's creepy. Okay. We've had employees that will run ad, you know They're testing the ad system, and they will write an ad where, where they'll say, Hey, Dennis you. And they will target anyone who works at Blitz Local and lives in Portland and is between 30 and 40 years old and likes these. And, and so if you, if you add, add this and this and this and this, there can only be a couple people in the world that match that criteria. right? So then people like, you know, I'm logging into my Facebook and I'm just being chased around. I'm being hounded by these ads. And meanwhile, I found out that this is one of our employees and he spent a total of like seven cents over the course of a couple of weeks and super micro-targeted me. We've wow. done the same thing with partners. So if we have a – so let's say you have a meeting in a week with a very important client. Then what you do is you set up an ad. Think of it as, as messaging. It's not really advertising. It's advertising because you're paying money. But you're setting up an ad that says, hey, you know, John Smith, looking forward to meeting you next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. And then you have a picture of John Smith, right? Think about it. If you're John Smith. And you're about to meet with these other guys and you see these things. Now, if you do it the right way, he might say, wow, these guys are really clever. Wow, they really care. Wow, they must be sophisticated, right? Right. And think about doing that on a mass scale. Think about loading dozens of messages. Think about wishing your clients happy birthday. Think about all the kinds of things that you might send through an email or you send through a postcard. Think about using Facebook as a messaging channel in the same way that you might use LinkedIn as a channel, to send mess, you know, to do in mail, to get references, to get testimonials, and all that kind of stuff. Same that stuff applies. Is,
4: that is really really cool. So so one thing that I heard you also talk about in the in the conferences was the Facebook Edge Rank. And if people aren't getting um, any kind of engagement, if people say I have a a LinkedIn. Uh, fan page the linkedin diva and i'm not getting anybody looking at my posts or commenting or liking how how did that happen and how can i turn it around
5: this is one of those things where you're guilty until proven innocent unfortunately so think of it this way facebook has an algorithm called edge rank which has a number of factors in it which we don't need to go into just think about it this way Google has their page rank, and they use page rank as a way of saying what content is worthy. So the filter is based on is there authority? Is it a high page rank site? Is it topical? Is it just a bunch of spammy links? How many links are there? All those, you know, what's the link velocity? Facebook's looking at the same thing except with real-world social kind of metrics by saying are you interesting? So when you post things – are friends responding? Are people ignoring it? Are people clicking X on your stuff? Are they unfriending you? Those are all signals that tell Facebook, hmm, you know, it seems like when Lori says things, it's not very interesting. Or maybe it's super interesting, which then we want to show to all of her friends and all of her fans. So if you're doing this on a page and you post something, I saw some stats that said that the average exposure, fan page exposure is 5 or 10%. So if you have 1,000 fans, then you might get... 50 to 100 people actually seeing something when you post it because you're being suppressed by edge rank. So the way to get around that and when you do get around that and you post a healthy number is 50%. So if you have a thousand fans, you should see, you know, 500 people should see it in their news feeds if you are healthy. Then you need to do all the things that you know work in real life, such as acknowledging people. So if they comment, you comment back asking questions so that when you say something, they comment, they comment, you comment. It's, you want to be able to show a two-way relationship. And the, the trouble with Facebook fan pages is that if you're not monitoring, if you're not there in real time, you know, if somebody complains and you don't get back to them for three or four days, in social media, that's an eternity. Right. In email, that's probably okay. On the website, eh, whatever.
3: Yeah, so, in a lot of cases, these, these communications are in clear sight of the, of the general public as well. These Twitter... Yeah.
5: And it's a multiplier. It multi- So Facebook multiplies good and it multiplies bad. One of my favorite examples until they recently fixed it was Dell. So if you went to the Dell wall, you would see just tons of people that were complaining. Oh, they didn't return my stuff, you know, the computer broke, so-and-so was rude, you know, blah, blah, blah. You see ex-employees complaining, and they had nobody there to monitor it. So it became kind of a gangbang, and all these people jumped onto there and There's this multiplying effect. So with Facebook, you multiply good or you multiply bad in the same way that I like to tell friends who are drinking alcohol, hey, if you're getting drunk, only get drunk if you're in a good mood because it multiplies the happy. If you're sad and you drink, it multiplies the sad.
4: Oh, wow. That's impressive.
3: I know exactly what you mean by that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. that's
4: And that's brilliant. So in order to get that engagement back, then as, um, as a page, I can log into my page and go out and interact with the people that I want to have interacting with me and start you, building
5: it, those relationships again. You can. The trouble is that if you've acquired a bunch of bad fans because you had a contest or not that contests are always bad or right. you, you've acquired – think of it like having an email list, right? So if you built up this email list of 10,000 people but then you haven't mailed anybody in the last year, the odds are a lot of it has gone stale. People's emails will bounce. You haven't maintained the list. Right. It's tough to then come in and try to fix it by having good behavior because you're guilty until proven innocent. So the way to get around that is you have to use the ads platform. Here's, this, here's the secret. You use the ads platform to promote – Items that are kind of salesy, items that are not going to have a high engagement, items that take them to a page to you know, download the white paper or buy the product or whatever. You use the wall to create engagement. You ask open-ended questions that are very simple. What are you doing this weekend? What did you think of this news event that happened? What have you? And so that way you don't get penalized. Any items, in other words, promotional items. You use the ads platform so you don't get dinged because if you have that low engagement, it's very hard to kind of get out of that negative spiral. You see, does right. that make sense?
4: Yes. What and when if
5: you we, use the ads platform in particular? Yeah, go ahead. When do we
3: use the update sense? sponsored likes. So what do we know. do? How do we use updates? Yeah. Well, me, uh, I've been. Um, uh, I was in a in a in a session. And we were taught to use the marketing send update function to send the message out. And it seemed really good. It was demonstrated in front of us. And, and where does that go? How does that happen? And who sees that? Do you know what I'm talking about?
5: So the trouble is if your edge rank is low and you're not saying something that, is going to, that, that, that has emotional content and is going to draw a response, all, all you're doing is just burying yourself. You're basically yelling into an empty room. You should use the ads platform to send out updates and messages, and then the general kind of friend-level interaction that's very light and fun, use, do posts on that. So as an example, Lane Bryant, on the wall, we will say, hey, how are you feeling today? What color describes how you feel? Or you know, what was the best deal you've ever gotten on sale or, you know, hey, it's kind of hot outside, or, you know, whatever it is, we're just engaging in the same kinds of things that friends say, because Facebook's about being human. Facebook has something called sponsored stories, and there's five kinds, but really there's two that matter. There's a sponsored like story, which is about generating more fans, where you're showing messages just to friends of fans, and there's a sponsored post story, which is the one I want to talk about for a moment. Now, a lot of people, they post things on the wall, but they don't realize that it's not being seen, so then they decide, well, I'll just have to post more. Maybe that's the issue. And then they they have this downward spiral where they're getting blocked even more. So what you do is you run a sponsored post story, which is really wall amplification. It takes your message and it shows to all your existing fans so that you can, you know, if you've already been penalized and you can tell if you're penalized by looking at how many impressions each post is getting, then you can run this and it'll show to everybody. Now, the cool thing is that it's you're paying for it on an ad-like basis, so it maybe is $0.40 cents or $0.50 cents every thousand times you're showing these messages, but it's going to get a high CTR because you're showing messages to existing fans. And it also helps your edge rank. This is one little secret, which I think a lot of people don't realize, is, is that paid advertising can help your edge rank. It's not like in Google where you know, advertising on PPC is not supposed to affect organic results. Because what happens is when people comment... On your, even though the message is paid and they, they see something saying, hey, find out what's going on or whatever, and they comment, that drives interaction, that counts towards edge rank, whether it's organically driven or paid. great way to rehabilitate a page is to run a sponsored post story. Does that make sense? Yeah,
4: it does very much. It takes
5: everything you've said on the wall and automatically amplifies it. So if you, whatever the latest, the most current thing is on the wall, that's what will show up automatically. To all of your fans, and in fact, I would set up a campaign that just runs at you know a dollar a day, and anytime you post something, that campaign will pick up that story and send it to everybody. I think it's super clever because it's Facebook's way of people re- who are interesting, and so that advertising is not seen as this necessary curse, but can be you know you have a system where advertisers are producing relevant messages, and the amount they pay is based on whether they're being relevant.
4: Nice. That's really brilliant. So I the, the quality of the content that you've given us today is unbelievable. And I know people know that there's, I want them to know that there's something outside of Dennis other than this incredibly analytic mind that knows Facebook inside and out like nobody's business. So tell me who your favorite band is.
5: My favorite band, I'm going to get crucified for this one, but I'll say it's Justin Bieber. And it's not because of his music <laughs> but because of his work ethic and what he's become and how he you, know, you, you have to kind of applaud the underdog right if you if you right. saw the movie and I saw it on a recent international flight and I saw how he had gone from radio station to radio station they shut the doors on him no one really believed in him and you know after a couple of years of doing this then everything happened magically I think that's true of small businesses I think that's true of anyone that's here on this show where sometimes it's, it, sometimes it's just a perseverance and with practice comes exposure and it, come, it comes success. Nice. And I nice. think Facebook's a great channel where people, and so when I, hear this, when I hear his songs, I don't think about the teenage women that are fawning over him or pop music. I think about, wow, this is somebody who made it and anybody can make it.
3: That is really cool. Yeah, I'll, ditto that. I'll ditto that story. Um, I, I think he's got great talent as well. It's the work ethic. And it's, it's that he makes the people around him feel good. And that's what people are buying. They're buying the great feeling they get when they're with Justin Bieber in concert, watching him, anything. And, and I've never seen him in a situation where I'd, he didn't put a smile on my face.
4: Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, hey, Dennis, how can people find you?
3: You can find me on
5: Facebook.com slash U, And you can also email me at Dennis at blitzlocal.com you can hit me on twitter dennis u d-e-n-n-i-s-y-u and i'm happy to answer any questions people have
4: that's really cool thank you so much and looking forward to doing another show with you and to spending more time with you hopefully more conferences and some more happy hours
5: fantastic lori and mike appreciate the time
4: thanks so much
5: take care dennis take care guys
1: Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return.
5: Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs
1: in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for
5: local, social, and search. Plus, the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective
1: ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff introducing AscenderCart. Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at ascendercart.com. A S C E N D E R C A R T.com.
2: at BruceClay.com
1: WebmasterRadio.fm Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on Webmaster radio.fm.
4: Hey, welcome back to Rock the World with LinkedIn. This is Lori Ruff, your favorite diva. And I've got a special segment for you this afternoon. Stephen Groves, the co-author of ROI of Social Media, is going to be offering us some segments about once a month to give us the ROI of Social Media Marketing Minute, a segment of our show where we are going to focus on real return on investment for you. So, Steve, welcome to the show. How's it going in the world of social marketing today?
2: Hey, back at you, Lori, and thanks for having me here on Rock the World Radio today. It's good to be with the rock stars. In this segment, we're talking about businesses using social media to market and connect with consumers and how they need to really think about their online presence. What's really driven me here is I came across a set of stats from our friends at eMarketer, and there were two things that really stood out for me. They first pointed out that over 55% of U.S. business owners felt that social media was either A, too complicated, or B, not relevant to their business. And I really appreciate the predicament too. With all the options that are available out there to connect with consumers and other businesses, the decision to pick one social network or one social media tool over another gets more difficult every single day. In the same study, however, they pointed out another really awesome statistic, and that's that over 50% said that their most valuable form of advertising was guess what? Word of mouth what really struck me most is how much of a disconnect there is when businesses think of online and social marketing because social marketing really is word-of-mouth but it's at the speed of electrons and it's online what's become most obvious to me is that marketers are not making the connection that social marketing is more like word-of-mouth than marketing and what I think they're not making it and I think they're not making it easy for decision-makers in business to use social media in a way that they already know. Word-of-mouth offline is a lot like word-of-mouth online. So that's the way that I think businesses need to think of it. But as part of that word-of-mouth consideration, I encourage businesses to explore this new model of marketing with the thought that the most... As a part of that word-of-mouth consideration, I encourage businesses to explore this new model of marketing with the thought that the most effective social presence is one that looks and sounds like what consumers will get when they visit your office or come into your store or they talk to you one-on-one. If there is a significant deviation between the online and offline personas, consumers will notice. And what will happen is they will not opt in to be a part of that online community that the business wants to connect with. The lesson learned is that you can and should be more like you are in real life when you're online. Thanks for joining me today uh, and this ROI of Social Media Marketing Minute with me, your host, Stephen Groves, co-author of the ROI of Social Media. You can find it wherever books are sold. It's available on Kindle, it's available on Nook, as well as Ink on Dead Trees. So you can find out more at roiofsocialmedia.com or our Facebook page at Facebook slash ROI of Social Media. Our tweets are on Twitter at at ROI social media. And that's our ROI of Social Media Marketing Minute. Now, back to you, Lori.
4: Steve, thanks so much. It was great to have you on the show real valuable information looking forward to the next segment so guys rock the world with linkedin you can catch us mondays at seven o'clock eastern on webmasterradio.fm mark your calendars now mark them every week webmasterradio.fm and you can find us on itunes rock the world with linkedin on itunes subscribe with us there leave us a review if you like the show and hey connect with us on linkedin look forward to seeing you next week